0: so welcome to the video everyone um before i start just remember to subscribe to the channel and like this video um so my guest i've got he's he's better known as lefty but it's his hard left hand it's uh mike thompson how are you mate i'm
1: good mate how are you you
0: know right yeah I'm, i'm not too bad um so, we just want to uh, discuss your recent win at Celtic Gladiators. Um, you fought Jamie Roper. Yeah. Um, you had a very impressive victory. Um, let's talk to me a bit about uh, the game plan. What was the game plan against him?
1: Um, well, the game plan. To be honest with you, yeah. The, the game plan for need well, we, To be honest with you, yeah. It sort of changed quite quick in the fight, really, because... We obviously had watched them, but he hadn't fought for a while and he saw that he jumped levels and he he like he grew as well because he was fighting after the weight and my thing So the, pl- the plan really was to keep it long, but obviously within a few seconds we were enticing a bit of a brawl and then it went to wrestling. So I don't like to plan too much anyway, to say the truth, with fight-wise, because i like enough being an MMA in there, and it can go out the window very quickly, so... We just, um, we went in there a bit blind early because he went from local and um, we watched fights, but he was from like a while back. So, yeah, um, so
0: yeah, yeah. And um he he, he had you in like an arm um at, at How close was that? Was that actually close or
1: <laughs> that was close? Yeah, it was close. it? Yeah, it was funny actually because he came in afterwards and he was a sound kid, like he was sound. Um, and um, he come in and he said, hey, he said, you were brilliant. He said, I thought you won every round. He said, but I was in that fight. And I knew straight away what he was on the road. And he went, I felt your arm pop. You know what I mean? But obviously, I've been the one defeat I've got on my deck. I oh, was in a good position. and got it with an armbar. Um, so there was no chance I was tapping and losing to an arm bar again. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> so, so it, we were laughing like afterwards and that but he said i felt it pop he said i actually went to let go of your arm because i just thought that's it he's gonna tap so, yeah <laughs> but, uh,
0: um, it did,
1: was did, on let me tell you it was on was it well
0: yeah, did, um, it was did did you feel the pop
1: i felt it pop but not like obviously you, you know yourself with injuries you can have like a pop where it's not gone do you hmm. mean so i felt it pop and like that split second obviously a million things goes through your head and there was to honest there was no chance unless I even had mad things going through my head when in that split second I was telling my mate only the other day I was like even in my hand broke here I'm getting up and finishing this minute of the fight because I knew I was at you know what I, mean? I knew it was a big win yeah. and that must have been over in a split second but uh, obviously you get to a point where you've got to tap but no I were not tapping unless it was that, really.
0: Yeah, yeah. Um, so the, obviously you had uh Jason you and Peter Peter D- Davis. Yeah. Um How important is that to have them like on your side mentally as well?
1: Massively, really, isn't it? Because it's just massive. Yeah. Especially like in the fight, there was moments when Jason was sound stuff to me, and I. It, Obviously, I I have said this to people, I've said it to Jason, I think for a fighter, because you go in, don't you? And you've got to, especially, there was no fans there, but you've got to be able to put the blindfold on any good fighter and sort of like blank everything out, right? But that can also be a bad thing, I think, because you've got to listen to your coach if you're in a bad position. And there was two or three times in that coach and obviously, you know, people speak, done what he's done and what Jason's done massive in the game. Yeah. Um, Jason's was giving me obviously as coaches do, giving me tips and he sort of got me through a couple of things, do you know what I mean, by listening. So obviously you've got to be able to blank stuff out, but you definitely need to be able to fight and listen to the coaches when they're giving you tips, do you know what I mean? Yeah it's massive too often in the corner, massive.
0: I mean, you you can hear uh, Jason from a mile away. Anyway, yeah. he's <laughs> you can definitely hear him. Yeah, um, definitely.
1: But you know, yeah. it's like when you're fighting, you could have the loudest thing, and you just you're just in the zone, so it doesn't matter really about. Well, obviously, it doesn't. It's loud, <laughs> big job. But what I mean is, like, you've got to be able to also zone into the fight, but also try and listen if you're in a position because obviously you can see a fight different from the outside than you can sometimes in the yeah. Air. It's
0: good. it's good definitely um so obviously my next my next question uh, which a lot of people probably will ask is hours training with the restrictions Covid and all that uh, how did you go about training and yeah. you know getting your, your fitness up in that time getting yourself ready for the fight yeah it
1: was it was hard like it was obviously it's the same obviously we'll probably end of the game but Again, I was just trying to keep fit, keep active. I've got my own little setup with gym and a couple of weights, I don't really lift any weights anyway, but a bag and kettlebells doing circuits, doing some online stuff, but I went into it early. Um but the mad thing about the fight like so like the training in them six months was hard and obviously you miss the gym and you miss everything and you just want to get in and spar and wrestle and do everything else. Yeah. But what was hard about that like coming out of lockdown and then we went back in, didn't we? And the yeah. shows were getting moved right, left and centre. You didn't know if you were fighting, you did. So it was quite hard. That's why I'm quite impressed with that performance because I had two fights cancelled within like the two months previous to it. So it was on. I was psyched. I was getting to the end of my camp two weeks before it was off. Boom, yeah. so you gutted you're fighting again, right and you're getting back into it, bam, it's off. So that was more harder for me, having like the. It well up to like the couple of days before we didn't know 100% what was happening and that's all. It was. That was hard. Like, that Having like your heart thinking you were fighting and then a couple of weeks before you've done it. You've done eight weeks here, your camp. you get into the end of it. You know what I mean? So, yeah. that, was, that was a nightmare. Like, for any fighter, that can happen out of. That can happen with injuries and whatnot, can it? Do you know what I mean? It's yeah. yeah. I think how many times, like, you can go through a camp and get to a couple of days out and the lad's sick or broke his arm or split his eye, so it, it's horrible, but in lockdown especially, it was touch and go because you just didn't know what was happening, so it was it was easy to get up for it because you're a fighter and you want to fight, but it was hard to get, like, totally pinned because you just didn't know yeah. what was happening.
0: Yeah. So, did did that have a big, big effect on you mentally then?
1: Not really, not, not be too mental with stuff, like, but it was... you can't can't really I don't know it's a hard feeling to describe you like him I just I just I just wanted to fight like so bad and I'd done an eight week camp got uh, nothing to do with our fault or the show's fault the show got cancelled and I was I'd done eight weeks of training and I was gutted so then I had a week off and it was like listen you can fight in four weeks and I was like sound I'm ready straight back in a week not even a week before that it got moved and then South glad Gladiator was on and that got moved yeah. like to two and it was just so like you spit you like you going in the gym taking as hard as we do. And then every other week it was like it might not be happening, it might be happening so then like the next few days was hard to get up for then during the move. Yeah.
0: Yeah, so oh. you didn't know what you were coming or going and it's just exactly. a lot of confusion. Yeah.
1: yeah, definitely, yeah. So that was hard. As well as today, taking them through lockdown, but you weren't taking them through a fight then was you? So it's different that didn't affect me really we just don't obviously everyone probably just done what they had to but when you're training for a fight and like you're right into your camp and then that was harder for me that was the bit that we were out of lockdown when I was in fight mode but I didn't know if the fight was happening or not
0: yeah so um, there was a Teddy Stringer um also fought on the cards and as you know you've got a bit of history with him you know you one a piece yeah. um, do you actually see a trilogy in the future with Teddy
1: yeah definitely, yeah, definitely. Um, I, I asked for that fight after I lost to him um, right so straight away I asked for that fight um, to be fair when I beat him he asked for the fight and I said yeah sounds we'll do it straight away and then after my fight I asked for it with him straight away then it was sort of happening, and then he said, like, he's he, to be fair to him. He said, like, I'm not here the fight, but maybe if he wins once or twice, but I, I don't know. But um, so yeah, it was on the cards, for you know I me, mean? it was definitely on the cards, and I think it'll be back on the cards again, whether it's that amateur or pro, yeah, 100. Sounds good. Um, so
0: you've you, you just um. Mentioned pro day, um, with with the win over Jamie, it takes you to six and one. What what is what is your plans at? how long do you see yourself remaining that amateur before you turn pro?
1: Um well I don't know really not long, um to be honest with you. We have spoken about it. Um but obviously to to this nightmare of the year it's been a nightmare. I i would like to think it would have happened already if it weren't for the year that we've had, but obviously we couldn't fight for eight ten months so that was a nightmare but you know there's no life we we know what's happening and we know what's doing and we're chipping away at the goal slowly in me keeping in the team so it, it's it's gonna happen so whether it's the next couple of months or it's a little bit further down the line we'll be there 100 yeah um
0: so just just uh a, a, a little, little bit, bit of fun then. Um,
1: yep.
0: Who uh, are your top five fighters? Whether that be from your gym or from any organisation, who are your top five favourite fighters? Uh, from, from what?
1: From me. So from the, so
0: pro MMA fighters. Yeah, it could be pro MMA. It could be from the amateurs. It could be from people you you train with. Uh, Your top five fighters.
1: Okay. Uh, So is this life? Let me think here. (laughs) (laughs) So this is just top five fighters to watch. Yeah. To watch. Okay. And is this MMA or any form of mixed martial arts?
0: Um, MMA.
1: Yeah. Okay. Um, The Diaz brothers. I love the Diaz brothers. Yeah love me um I'd have to say um see I like the old, old the the 90s really so I'm trying to think I used to love bJ bj was one of my favorite things
0: yeah yeah
1: um and see all them from that area even like I, I, I I love Sparta and I love, love Anderson Silva. Uh, for me, like even now, they still go on. So I'd say them two, B J, um, and I love Anderson Silva. I love. Yeah. Him. You know what I mean? And obviously, uh, to watch, um, it's definitely, not Khabib, but Khabib's got to go down. estate. is one of the best, doesn't
0: he? Definitely. Yeah. Absolutely. But, uh,
1: yeah. All them from that era, the early you have mentioned.
0: And to be honest with you, I think some of the lads at the gym are going to have you because they give you the option of some of your uh, team members there and you didn't pick any of them.
1: Yeah, no, no, (laughs) no, they can't leg it. No, if I I want to watch someone, to lean off someone, Los Fitz is an absolute animal. Yeah. And um, he's he's going to do big things and he's just a beast in every form, as I mentioned, and he coaches us and he's obviously a top fighter. I think he's the european Pro champion for ukfc now and he's a beast and every time he steps in there it's, it's fun to watch and it's going to be fun to watch yeah so watch um so
0: quite good. coming off that question then um yep. what, what what fighters did, did you watch for like inspiration when you were starting your, your career like are these the fighters that you watched and what you can kind of base your style off as like bj and the
1: Diaz Brothers? No, really. So I was coming off a striking background, weren't I? So I was... Yeah. Like, obviously, I grew up here. My dad was a boxing fan. I got into fighting because of my brother and his mates. We were all boxing. So I just grew up on that. Only, really, that, I, I say I'm now I'm a baby in the sport. I've only been doing MMA for three years. And I've, yeah. I've kicked on in them three years massively. So I'm a proper baby in the sport. So I went really... I, I used to watch a lot of that, that like, 90s two thousand. well, no, I'd say early, see, it come about 90s, what, year? so, growing up, when I was, like, between 12 and 15, my brother was really starting to get into it, so, obviously, mm. when all the Tito era and the BJ era come about, I yeah. used to watch them, but I still weren't doing it, so, for inspiration, there was none, really, I just started doing it off, off the cusp and there was no one really inspired everyone i think mcgregor's done well the last few years inspiring people with obviously what he's done and i think he's kicked it on in the country and the a lot but yeah yeah, for inspiration no it was basically doing in the gym and thinking wow this is boss this i want this yeah Uh, so i'd say the gym i'd say from jason laws down to mike everyone in that gym i have sort of been my inspiration watching and learning the most often
0: yeah you've got a, a a great great team over there haven't you at the academy
1: definitely
0: yeah definitely um so i've i've asked about 10 and 10 and pro and um, but what what would you say is your plan for, for the next say like five years where would you say you'd want to be with your career well
1: obviously i want to get to the top 100 and i think the plan is this year we'll turn pro. So whether that's I don't know the next fight or the one after. So this year we will be pro, and my plan is to kick on as high as fast as I've went through the ranks through the amateurs. Nearly um, yeah. debut what two years? In, but June, July, two thousand eighteen. I'm ranked four, no fifth now in the country or sixth. I think I am. I was yeah. fifth. I Think I went down to sixth. And I my plan is to go pro and go right through the pole ranks as fast as I went through the amateurs. Really.
0: Yeah. Well, I'm definitely definitely looking forward to seeing it, mate. It's um. Thank you.
1: Thanks very much.
0: It's uh, been a, a pleasure to chat with you and get you on and discuss the the fight and everything else, mate. It's been been really great.
1: Same here, again. Thank you very much for having us.
0: Thank you, mate.
1: Thanks. See you soon, mate. Yeah. That.